I don't want a lot for Christmas There is just one thing I need I need you to keep your distance At least six feet away from me I want to hear your lovely tone But only over Zoom or phone Together we'll Hello and good evening. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. With folks who find the method of the madness, reason and the reason that will make sense out of nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing this evening? <laughs> Aaron's face just... <laughs> Josh, can I give you so a compliment? <laughs> I don't know if you can turn off different audio inputs or something because you're a fucking Ooh. robot, but I don't know how the fuck you do those read-ins while we are playing that at blasting levels. This is a little insider tip uh, because we're retarded. Yeah, we just play the song at full fucking blast on our end, and then it gets faded out after. So he's reading that while the worst... COVID songs are just blaring <laughs> in his ears. No, like I, I didn't know where the song was going either. So seeing like a picture of a hundred people all in masks singing along with this garbage, uh, <laughs> that was that was very distracting. Like my, my brain was just about to fry itself over to like trying to say this right. God damn it! I never watch the video. I always forget to watch the stream for the song. <laughs> yeah, the it, la- it was like the last t- five ten seconds. That's all that matters for the video. Oh, it's so sad. It's just a bunch of women on a Zoom call singing the song together. Yeah. Thinking but they're all wearing yeah. masks on the Zoom call. Uh, of course, yeah. It's it's actually singing horrifying. with masks on a Zoom call. What if like that is the epitome of just we're I'm just here for the visualization. I don't actually give I have zero substance. I just want the <laughs> the look of the mask call in this song. Even though we're already doing the thing that makes it so you don't need a mask, which is singing <laughs> this on Zoom. So, so Bob, <laughs> I'm a little suspicious of this particular uh, "quote unquote" vaccine song. Um, the first thing, there's no mention of a vaccine, but uh, social dis- distancing isn't like much of a thing this year. Was that a 2020 Christmas song? Oh, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa! What are you accusing me of exactly? I, I, I'm. Uh, you know what's just, sadder just asking is that, the questions. that you're pondering whether it was this year's or last year's Christmas-themed <laughs> vaccine song. The fact that it's gone this long. We have multiple vaccine Christmases. <laughs> Time for your second vaccine Christmas. Yes, honey. <laughs> but just, uh, we'd like you, all of you out there, to uh, social distance. And we'd like to hear from you only by Zoom or by phone. And by phone, uh, we're very accessible. That's uh, 833-666-911. Again, 833-666-0911. Well, we, we only want to hear them on phone, not because of COVID, but because if you listen to the show, you're most likely autistic. <laughs> <laughs> it's more a personal safety measure. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, hey, we'll have meetups eventually, live shows. Zoom would be appropriate, but I refuse to download it. Fuck that. Yeah, same. Uh, but do we have any uh, voicemails this evening? Uh, we do, and like normal, we get into it right at the very beginning of the show. So Perfect. This is the best time for him. Hey, guys. With Thanksgiving coming to a close, or came to a close, it's beginning to look a lot like, God damn it. That guy started his car right in the middle of my voicemail. Please don't play this. Is, uh, is Bobby being gang stalked? Is this guy <laughs> voicemails? All right, take two. <laughs> okay, hear me out. The big push towards getting normies to microdose is just the CIA moving forward with their mass brainwashing research. Frickin' Just stay away from it. If 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 a I fucking love science article was telling you to microdose and that's what got you into the idea, you probably shouldn't be microdosing because you're gonna sit around the TV and just absorb like you always do. I don't know. But look into that shit. I I kind of agree with Bobby on this one. Don't you seem like the whole microdosing push is just like basically MK Ultra 2.0? Moving forward. Is that a big thing on like main, just mainstream shit? Like, are they talking about microdosing on like regular, like magazine articles? I feel like I haven't seen a push for it or, you know, much of a trend at all. The, The push that I've seen for it, it was from Joe Rogan like a few years ago, like talking about it on like every other show, just how he used to talk about DMT a lot. So I think like a lot of those Joe Rogan normies got pushed into it. And all of a sudden, like these people who have never taken psychedelic drugs before, microdosing mushrooms or LSD, all of a sudden, and losing their fucking minds. I think Bobby's friends aren't actually very good friends, and they're trying to pressure him into taking drugs. Bobby, just say no. Oh, Josh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> this is your message from your your local government. <laughs> Don't it, you? Drug it hasn't kids. been legal long enough. I think they will push it harder and harder as we go along. So I think he has a point, but like, I I don't think that it's like yet like a main thing that they're trying to push into your brain is to microdose on shit. But, although you know what you know what they do the reverse psychology side where they're like, you know why they made mushrooms illegal, man? Because it opens your mind and then you see it through all the government lies. And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> fucking maybe. They were pushing yeah. that shit pretty hard in the fucking <laughs> 70s. Need to go on those uh, DMT, psychonaut, extra planar adventures. It just feels like a bunch of hippies that like to do drugs. Honestly. That's, that's where I hear it from. Yeah, but it's getting more and more mainstream. Like, at, well, yeah, they made every drug illegal. It's, it's going to be the, you know what it's going to be? is now that weed's legal everywhere, they don't have anything to talk about. They used to be able to just pitch like, fucking legalize it, man. It's just a plan. Then they're like, shit, it's legal. Uh, Fucking start microdosing, man. This is the problem with the world is that not everyone's microdosing and your mind's not fucking blown wide open, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, the the stoner the stoner is like a diamond dozen these days. Like they're not unique anymore. They don't stand out. Like you can go just to the store and go buy weed at this point. And yeah, no they lost their one conversation point. They have nothing anymore <laughs> to talk about. They had to figure out the next thing and the next logical step for the. Fucking 
pothead talking point is now they have to up it to fucking microdose. They have to go one more level intense so people are like, whoa, this dude fucking gets it. <laughs> I, I think you're on to something there. <laughs> All right. So for this week's topic, I decided to dive into the conspiracy chart of 2021 brought to you by, uh, what was this? Abby Richards again. And I went straight to the dangerous to yourself and others category. We have crossed the the line of reality denial. We have not yet crossed the threshold of anti-Semitic point of no return, though. So we're we've done that <laughs> but, enough. I feel like in a row, yeah. we, we need a break from that anti-Semitism. <laughs> you do that thirty-three times in a row, and they literally they kill you. They send the kill bots. <laughs> Ooh, I think we're like episode thirty-one or something. Get pretty close. So one of the categories here um, kind of piques my interest a little bit. So she put down as a conspiracy soy boys. Now, do you guys know what soy boys are? It doesn't elaborate so. what this conspiracy about soy boys is. It doesn't say whether soy boys are the conspiracy or that the idea behind them is a conspiracy. But I know it as a meme. What do you guys know know it as? I mean, there there's some stuff. Uh, oh God, it must have been like eight eight nine years back is kind of coming starting to come out where uh, what was it, the phytoestrogens? Where soy? If you consumed a lot of soy products there'd be some uh, estrogen effect or estrogen produced um, in your body. And the, the, like, there, there were you know, concerns about that. And then with that and the, the feminization there, it was conflated with uh, being kind of a beta male sort of term. Um, that, that's my understanding. I, I don't know really anything past that uh, surface level explanation. Well, like 20 years ago, when there is the big push for everything being like zero calorie, like 20, 25 years ago. Well, um, like Froyo? What's that? Sorry, the dumb Seinfeld joke. Oh, I didn't hear it by my bed. Um, I, uh, yeah, so they had this big push for everything being zero calorie when they were doing like margarine and all that bullshit. And I remember like them trying to push using soybean oil for everything. For some reason, like that was like healthier. It was like less calories somehow. And they had like, uh, it just didn't catch on. I remember all these products leaving the store almost immediately because everyone fucking hated them. And I remember one being like, wow, potato chips or something. And they were like soybean oil potato chips. They were supposed to be like healthier and they tasted, they, they left like a film in your mouth. Like the soy ones left like a fucking film like your tongue felt like it was coated in like baby oil. (laughs) 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 And so everyone fucking hated them and no one bought them. And they bought them once because they're like, oh, let's see how these healthy chips are. And they tasted like healthy chips. But then it then I remember like 10 years after that, like Josh saying, like maybe 10 years ago where they started being like, uh, this is increasing everybody's estrogen levels. And then it became kind of like a ubiquitous insult for like a doughy guy with bitch tits that is just a huge pussy yeah so like the idea behind it is that soy contains an estrogen like material or uh, substance and that it raises your estrogen and lowers your testosterone making you more of an effeminate male basically lacking in strength lacking of the basic masculine qualities uh if we just go over to urban dictionary real quick uh (laughs) just get everyone on board 
Uh, a soy boy is a soft little bitch who can't ha- uh, handle even the slightest amount of pressure and will be triggered by almost anything. For example, <laughs> damn, Josh sure is a soy boy. <laughs> so they actually use Josh in that. Great. I love it. And then they have a second one. Lacking any masculine features and probably has mom haircut. My be- <laughs> my friend Brad is such a soy boy. <laughs> so... <laughs> Why does she put soy like that? We've clarified what soy boy is, but why did she put it on the conspiracy chart? It's just yeah, very it's, strange to me. Is this like why calling would, someone a cuck or a beta orbiter? Is that also dangerous to them? Yeah, yeah, but by her putting this, putting it on the chart, it almost as if she's like, there's something to protect there. What is there to protect? So, <laughs> can I guess? Uh, yeah, go ahead and guess. I'm going to guess that there is like a push to lower the testosterone of the population in order to make everyone not reproduce or something along those lines is like the conspiracy angle of it. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm what the dangerous to yourself and others is that's where I don't understand. I guess it leads to no, there's no dangerous to yourself or others. It's just that's the conspiracy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Reproduction, carrying a baby out full term, extremely dangerous. (laughs) That's true. We are the number one contributors to global warming. We all know how real and (laughs) dangerous that is. So let's let those hypotheses, let's let it just linger there with what Aaron said. So let's start getting into uh, people, people, groups of people, certain groups of people testing their testosterone levels. So I have a Daily Wire article here. This was quite like from a couple of years ago. Bodybuilder sort of thing? No, well, no, no. Kind of the opposite direction I was going. Uh, BuzzFeed guy, BuzzFeed guys test their testosterone levels. The results are exactly what you expect. Okay, so a bunch of gay guys from a BuzzFeed channel, like a YouTube channel that they make, went out and they decided to determine who was sexier. And to do that, they measured a bunch of different things like BMI and et cetera, et cetera. But they also got their blood drawn and their testosterone levels measured. The average male testosterone at age 25 to 34 is 617 parts per like liter, basically. Uh, I don't really want to get into like the, the SI units there. All of these, the four gay guys that were tested were below half of the average. Were they still within healthy limits, or would like a doctor prescribe them TRT? The doctor would prescribe them TRT. Okay, uh, so these are men. Uh, eight, so they're, they're all within the age range, 25 to 34, when you'd expect someone to have their, their peak testosterone levels throughout their life? Yes. Yes, because uh, around age 30 is when it starts. That's like your peak, and then it starts to, to go down from there as you age. Um, so here's a little clip from the video that they themselves did. And they have a doctor who's doing this testosterone testing for them. Explain testosterone a little bit to everyone. Yeah. Random side note before you start that. This is, this is the kind of science that I want more widely available. Like there should be a way (laughs) for us to immediately test our T levels so that like just, just to fucking joke around about it and make fun of whoever gets the lowest score. Like obviously, right? <laughs> obviously, yeah. That, that would be a lot of fun. Ha- like if that was more widely valid, I'd take that immediately. 
You know, there are like dozens of fitness channels on YouTube that have their, their promo codes for uh, getting testosterone tests. Like it's it's a decently available thing, I think. Do you know how much like a, an average test would cost, Josh? Have you ever done it? Uh, no, I haven't. I've been meaning to do a blood test and get um, you know, some of those blood markers and, and testosterone tested, but I, I haven't gotten around to it yet. Okay. So That's my homework for the show, I guess. Let's go into this doctor's explanation about what testosterone does to a man. Testosterone is a very important male hormone. If a man doesn't have any testosterone, he loses a lot of characteristics that makes him a man. Good to see you again. Did you guys catch that? Um, a man, not like masculine <laughs> presenting. <laughs> no, is, not is masculine presenting. Yeah. Real doctor. I'm not sure uh, he's a real doctor. <laughs> well, you know, they highly edited all of this stuff. So, um, a lot of weird characteristics that that happen to men when they have lower T counts. Uh, some of these. So, if you go to WebMD and. Uh, urology care foundation. You can find a lot of really good information about what happens and in, in the causes of low testosterone here. Um, apparently, how how low is too low? There are several ways to lower someone's testosterone count on WebMD list here: injury to the testicles, testic- testicular cancer. Hormonal disorders, infections, HIV, AIDS, chronic liver or kidney disease, diabetes, or obesity. Now, when you looked at those four BuzzFeed YouTubers, did you would you think any one of those would categorize under that? Do you think they were obese? Do you think they were diabetic? <laughs> Do you think they had uh, overall? They all look like they can- had. Uh- HIV AIDS as I used to understand it. If you know. What I mean. <laughs> Well, <laughs> men with certain health problems can also tend to have lower testosterone. Some uh, some of these are HIV. 30 out of 100 also have low testosterone with HIV. With AIDS, half of the people with AIDS have low testosterone. Well, that makes sense because if you have AIDS, which is just when your body's already in the deteriorating state, I'm sure it's not making all your hormones at fucking peak production. But yeah. with just with HIV... The only people getting HIV tested are gay dudes. Let's be real. So it's another True. one of which group is getting tested that has HIV, quote unquote, because I I, yeah, I think we made a good enough case that HIV AIDS is fucking bullshit. But Wait, but are you are you implying that gay dudes would have low testosterone? Yes, obviously. Yeah, is of course they do. Literally the almost the definition. By virtue of their lifestyle, right? <laughs> okay, so here we go. New York Times, November 18th, 1971. <laughs> so I know everyone loves the New York Times. Homosexuality linked to hormone level. Researchers at the Masters and Johnson Sex Research Institute in St. Louis have found that young men who are predominantly or exclusively homosexual generally have lower levels of male sex hormone testosterone in their body than do younger heterosexual males. Duh. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) What do you mean, duh? (laughs) That's so obvious. Does no one ever met a gay guy? Like, yes, obviously has lower testosterone. I think that's literally what makes people gay. Yeah. Wait, wait a second, but testosterone is a, is uh, an important factor in sex drive and not having rec- erectile dysfunction. And, you know, 
every stereotype, especially from the 70s, I'm sure, is that gay men are just having sex constantly. Yeah, it's because it's still the sex drive of two men instead of one man and <laughs> one woman. <laughs> okay, you made a point there. Yeah. Fucking the whole dynamic Dr. is Madison. completely different. Two yeah. men with a T count of 200 is, has more sex than a man with a T count of 1,500 and a, and a woman. <laughs> Well, in this study, they found that the average homosexual had about only 40% of the average testosterone level. So that's below half. So that's on par with what happened in this BuzzFeed video. Right? Okay. Interesting. They they found this out in the 70s, and then people are rediscovering this thanks to BuzzFeed and some gay dudes trying to prove how sexy they are to one another. So they go on and discuss nine of the 15 homosexuals in the two most extreme groups also had below normal sperm counts of the nine four were totally unable to produce sperm. This is totally unable. That's a thing. (laughs) Like, were they just shooting air? Like just dry firing? (laughs) Dry firing, not in like the literal sense, but there's still, um, you know, stuff that comes out. Uh, Okay. The, the sperm themselves, there are cases in this where there's like, there's low T because the testicles hasn't even dropped yet. I don't think that's the case with this, but it no, might but be. Do I, a lot of gay guys have not dude, have their balls drop? No, it's not that. You know what it is? It's a, you get a, uh, you get a guy with like some kind of like developmental disorder, like, you know, defect like that where like his balls don't drop, like you said. Yeah. And he just like barely hits puberty. Okay, we all took a vacation together, and there was a certain guy. I don't want to like dox anybody, but who brought over a person to the cabin that <laughs> definitely was in that vein, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and then that's not, it's not because he's gay, his balls don't drop. It's his balls didn't drop. So everyone was like, oh, you're gay until they accept, like, they just accept that they're gay, fat, like. More yeah. often than a guy with high T that's, you know, I'm that, not I think trying that's to really do, what it is. Yeah, I'm not trying to do a chicken and the egg kind of question here for, for this topic. I'm more or less, I'm, I'm still like kind of connecting dots, as you say. So if, uh, I, uh, go ahead. Nothing, it's a dumb joke. <laughs> oh, Josh isn't bringing the funny tonight. Yeah, I know. He's being so coy. <laughs> So mysterious with his fucking jokes. <laughs> so why is a soy boy conspiracy? Why has it crossed the line of leaving reality? And why is it a danger to you and other people? All right. We figured that out. Why? Why? You transmit AIDS? You transmit HIV It's homophobic. But why should we not be concerned about it? Are the number of soy boys increasing? Or is there yeah, a, but uh, that's fine because <laughs> gay is good. It's actually better than good. Well, they're just coming out of the closet. <laughs> when we hear that plenty enough, uh, we even had, uh, yeah, I was going to say last week we had the gay chorus tell us that they were going to groom our children and all that stuff. But what stuff, what food products contain stuff that will increase your estrogen and lower your testosterone? Did you guys know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, think Dude, of all I'm the trying stuff. to think of everything my wife eats. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, it's pasta. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Miso, edamame, cold pressed. Yeah, it's all soy uh, products. Soy oil. It's all a bunch of soy products. But yeah, tofu, you have, you have some 
You have some other stuff. So you have some unexpected sources of soybeans and soy products, baked goods, canned broths and soups, canned tuna and meat you're getting soy in, cereals, cookies, and crackers all contain soy. Now I'm just, how, how, okay, how many of these things do children eat? Right? All of them. <laughs> At Constantly. a very high Cookies degree, and yeah. crackers? High protein energy bar and snacks, dairy products, ice cream and yogurt, infant formulas. Okay, the low fat peanut butter. Yeah, whatever. Wait, wait. Is that? I, I just went over the other week how it, uh, you can't have BPAs and uh, baby bottles because it, it, uh, the xenoestrogens fuck up kids' d- developmental hormones. Uh, so they're putting I mean, them in BPA bottles and so, just so, filling so. it with soy. <laughs> <laughs> Phytoestrogens are slightly different, but like it's, it still seems like a problem, right? <laughs> that honestly, seems like it's a- probably, dude. That's probably why these like girls that are like ten look like girls did when we were fifteen. You know what yes. I'm saying? Where they're like, yeah. oh, what weird girls now are just like developing way younger. It's like I don't know if you artificially fucking pump them full of estrogen. <laughs> so. My conspiracy is that this is taking us back to Alex Jones's is they're turning the frogs gay, but his was turning everybody into a chick. Yeah, they're they're essentially modifying our natural hormones by putting soy estrogen products in literally everything they can. This is this is like the weird version of high fructose corn syrup. Uh, other than it doesn't exactly taste thinking, good. Yeah. It just it just doesn't <laughs> taste good. Like why? There's no reason. This is more on par with putting fluoride in the water, but there's less of a good reason than it helps your teeth be strong and healthy. No, it's, it's one of those things where, it, like, as a protein supplement in, in some of these products, or why ever the hell they put it in cookies. Um, you know, they they kind of just like put in everything and worry about the consequences later, like with high fructose corn syrup for uh, sugar and stuff like that. It's, it's in it's in soap. They put soy in soap. Like hand what? soap, bar soap. Like, does it have like some structural uh, and moisturizers? You know. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> does, does your bar of soap in in your shower have soy in it? I'm assuming mine does. I'm gonna I just have to get, check. Like, I just get like generic whatever soap bars. I'm a hundred hundred percent positive. I really want to run to the bathroom turning, real quick and yeah. see if my body wash has soy in it. <laughs> The axe, axe body spray and uh, body wash and stuff like that. Yeah. I use this like <laughs> really good smelling shit. Actually, I'm fucking doing that right now. You guys continue on. I will be right back. So, so yeah, what, what, what is it about soy? Is it, or is it just like, I mean, if you, you drive through the Midwest, every field is either soy, soybeans or corn. So, like, is it just easy to grow in the US or something? It, it's easy to grow and it's easy. Yeah, it, basically. It's easy to subsidize, and it's easy because uh, scientists went around thinking, it's like, well, we have all this extra product. Let's just start putting it in things that don't need it for no reason, and we can get rid of it, basically. It's filling. Okay, okay. I mean, the, the other thing, too, is it's um, very uh, prevalent in animal feed. Like, do you know if uh, the fact yes. that you know, the chickens and cows that we eat, if them consuming a lot of soy and phytoestrogens, if that you know affects... It- what we can do at all. What oh, was the God question again? I need to check. My- oh, like, is it a problem? Like, say, when we eat a chicken or cow that uh, it's subsisted on a soy high product and phytoestrogen high diet, is that a problem for us when we eat them? Absolutely. You are what you eat. I don't know if it, 
anyone's ever eaten any like hunted game before. The, the gamey flavor that everyone always talks about is basically that's testosterone. The, no, that's the grains. And, like you can you can taste in like an like an elk meat, uh, like the grains that they eat. Like you can like like it's a weird pungent kind of like half digested kind of twist to that flavor. And so you can taste it. Like those things do like they alter the thing that you're eating and the things that you're eating alter you. Absolutely. So it's in everything vegetable gum. See what I was confused. Like what I was surprised about was the, the broths, the soup broths, the dairy products. And then like the, the fucking soaps. I'm like, what the hell is that? I think I'm safe, boys. Yeah. My my Cremo body wash does not have that. Although it does have Peg 7 Glyceryl and Peg 150 Dysterate. And I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> also, it does have <laughs> Sclerocaria Berea seed oil. I wonder if that has... I, be, I bet that's a fucking tricky way to say soy. CIA got me again. <laughs> See, the MK Ultra didn't stop with just acid. They were going to use high fructose corn syrup to make you agitated and antsy and hyper. They were going to throw some soy in there to make you effeminate, weak, a little gay. Every <laughs> single product they sell you makes you fat, dumb, and gay. Yes. It, yes. <laughs> And this this is just elaborating on that. So that's who they're protecting. They're protecting the gays and the global hobo agenda to make everyone infertile and to lower the population down to, what was it, 500 million? Yeah, Aaron, that's what's the that? Georgia yeah, Guidestone yeah, what's number, number. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Everything is leading I, I, back to the Georgia Guidestones. They have a monument that has a fucking hole drilled to just be on Polaris at all times that says we need to reduce the population to 500 million. And people are like, ah, there's kidding. What like, they really mean is that they want to help everyone with modern medical devices and vaccinations. That's what they really meant by that. It's mind blowing. <laughs> the just volumes of like speeches and r literature that Bill Gates has written about fucking popular depopulating the earth. And then you're going to let him be the spokesman for your fucking medicine. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Bob, uh, I think, I think we need to, to get back to the important points, uh, the important questions. Um, who was the hottest Buzzfeed guy? I fuck you, Josh. <laughs> I didn't watch that whole <laughs> video. I just got the clip of the doctor being like, if you don't have testosterone, you're basically not a man. And that <laughs> <laughs> they, okay okay there, there was one gay guy that was talking about he was like oh my god i bet you there's so much cum inside of my blood and the, everyone was just like what are you talking about that's disgusting Ew. <laughs> yeah it was a hard watch but i only had to go through like two minutes of it so you're welcome audience and fellow <laughs> <laughs> podcast hosts I, this is really this is why the only reason i would want a patreon is i i is so we can afford like testosterone tests and just dumb <laughs> just to do dumb bits. I th I thought Dude. you were gonna say do a creep off rip off show where we just make fun of gay people. <laughs> we we already do that, do that enough on this show. This whole show yeah. is centered around making fun of gay people and Jews. No, 
well, <laughs> not this not particular show. Well, not this episode. This is uh, <laughs> this is based squarely in leaving reality. Yeah. 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 So don't worry, Goy. They're definitely not lowering your tea count and making you more weak and effeminate and agreeable. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> Do you have any uh, consumer and diet tips for, for people listening out there who want to try to minimize soya, soy intake? Just eat meat and fresh vegetables. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Paleo That's diet. Great advice. I mean, Josh, you're the one that would give the better advice on, on that on that end. I don't know why... <laughs> Of course, I didn't look into uh, uh, like the nutrition replacements. I'm sorry. Okay, what's not nutrition? I mean, I, Aaron had the perfect answer. Just yeah, uh, yeah, meat, keto. fresh vegetables. You just do a keto type diet thing, type of things. Yeah, yeah, like a thousand percent. Just do a keto diet. Try to find a can local I do a butcher. vegan keto where I have uh, meat replacements. You can if you're gay, and that's already the problem we're talking about. Is that you're becoming gay <laughs> off of soybeans. Try to find a local ranch or a farm to buy your meat from and a, a processor or a butcher to get them from. Yeah, and grow your own vegetables. I mean, come on, yeah, guys. Yeah, that's another thing. Pick Don't get, pace. like, the Tyson chicken in the grocery store, like, the fucking yeah. slices of gross-ass deli meat, like, the prepackaged uh, fucking, yeah. oh, so Those gross. Those are nasty, yeah. You might as well so, just eat hot dogs all day if you're going to do that, like... That is not why I'm not talking about hot dogs when I'm saying meat and vegetables. Yeah, I, I, for sure. You know what? I'm sorry. Before what before you start, Aaron, I, I just like I would like to point out because I was asking you who are they protecting? Well, they're obviously protecting the homosexuals in this giant endeavor, but also they're using the homosexuals as a shield to deflect from the fact that they are making people infertile. R- would you agree with I that? I hate gay people so much. They're just yeah, being I, used. That, that, that's it. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> that No, that's a great point. That is what they always yeah. do. And so, that's wait. why it's so taboo to talk about this. Like, why are they putting soy in everything? It's like, well, why is soy bi- bad? Why would it be bad if you were a little bit more gay than normal? Why is that? It's like, well, I'm not worried about that. Oh, oh, you're not? It sure sounds like you are. It's like, Jesus, this is like the dumbest deflection ever. It's just like it, the it, racism. Yep. It's just like the yep. sexism bullshit. It's it's always like that. It's always it's a like, liability just, shield. They're yeah. like, uh, don't you can't be talking about all the soybean shit that I'm pumping <laughs> into all of your food because <laughs> that makes you hate gay people somehow. And you're like, uh, what? No, it seems like you're making everybody docile unnaturally. Um, yeah. Hey, hey, Bob, what do I have to eat to become a little bit more racist than usual? <laughs> Raw red meat. <laughs> yeah, raw steak. <laughs> yeah. Cook them barely enough to get the parasites off off the uh, surface of them, and that's it. God, it is the fucking simplest playbook, isn't it? Where it's just yeah. like, you can't say that. That means you hate all Jewish people. And you're like, no, there's like 30 of them that claim they're Jews <laughs> and own everything. Those are the ones I'm talking about. <laughs> not all the others. Not that the Jewish kid at my school that, you know, has the shitty Christmas for eight days. Not that kid. I'm yeah. talking about you, the godless psychopath that just says, well, I'm Jewish, so I have to be able to rape and pillage secretly. <laughs> like, that's the one that I'm talking about. Nice. All right. Back on Speaking to... Speaking of... Uh, Jewish conspiracies. Uh, do you want, dude? Do you this one? I don't know if I 
this is another one where I'm like, ah, I, I'm not going to stake any claim in it, but do you guys know that Kyle Rittenhouse looks fucking exactly like one of the Sandy Hook victims? Like, spitting Come image. again? So, yeah, <laughs> Aaron, Aaron put up the picture of the kid, of the Sandy Hook victim. Yes. And my initial comment was, isn't that just a picture of Kyle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it, it definitely, it could be. 100%. He has the same cheeks, same eyebrows, same nose. Same nose, same yeah, eye same, color. Same ears. Everything. It's yeah. just him. Like, it looks exactly like him. It's insane. Yeah. But I mean, like, how old would Kyle even have been when Sandy Hook happened? What was that, 2012? Yeah, he would have been nine. In elementary school, yeah. Hey, that's approximately the age that this kid looks. Hmm. <laughs> 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 What's the uh, plus minus on that one, Josh? <laughs> I don't know. Two. I don't. I don't know like kids' ages and looks that well. Oh, okay. That's not a two. No. <laughs> I mean, right? Like it looks exactly like them. It's the same age. Like it's the right age range. And yeah. Also, this kid's uh, dad, Noah. Was Noah? Uh, what's the hell's his name? Noah something. Same upper uh, lip, same lips. Here, Noah Posner, P O Z N E R. If anybody wants to look him up, but Noah Posner's dad is the one that was like aggressively suing people for, uh, for Sandy Hook Sandy conspiracies, Hook saying Alex it like Jonesing. psychologically damaged him. That. I can't believe he's actually winning court cases with that argument. That he, he it, is. Uh, they won against uh, Alex Jones, even though he retracted oh. his statements about it. It's just, it boggles wow. my mind. Like you can't speculate about like a national tragedy unless like the victims were like, "Oh my god, this is traumatizing." More his, or his less traumatizing too. than your child being killed. Because if it's more traumatizing, then I'm more suspicious of what's happened here. <laughs> yeah, and like, like there's certain things where it's like, uh, he uh, sued some guy, something Fetzer, James Fetzer, uh, who wrote a book, co-wrote a book called Nobody Died at Sandy Hook. And uh, <laughs> he sued that guy. And in the court case... They provided a redacted copy of the birth certificate to prove that the birth certificate wasn't fake. Okay. <laughs> because they don't want conspiracy theorists to go to his grave and dig up the body. Oh, sh sure. That's why you need to redact public information. Something that... it's. I mean... If there is a dead kid there, I wouldn't want people digging up my dead kid's grave. But this, like, there's got to be some level where we go, okay, you got to prove it. You got you got to prove it. If you're going to sue, if you're going to sue, you got to prove it. You got to prove your kid's in there. Mm -hmm. Like, right? If you're not going to sue, your kid doesn't get dug up. But if you're going <laughs> to sue over it, we got to look. We got we got to dig him up. <laughs> Alex Jones has to be on site with cameras rolling as we dig up the casket. <laughs> that, that's something I would unironically support. 
like and they open up the casket and it's empty and the dad's like i don't understand and then he like the camera just slowly pans over and there's kyle walking with an ar and he's just like dad <laughs> did i did i avenge your did i avenge my classmates dad <laughs> you shouldn't have asked questions alex <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like imagining Kyle Rittenhouse being like a, a ghost or a zombie, a vengeful ghost or zombie. No, just Dude, to see you imagine operative. a better twist ending to the Alex Jones saga. <laughs> being merged by of Kyle. The, he finds out that Sandy Hook really was just a hoax, but and that Noah Posner is Kyle Rittenhouse, but then Kyle Rittenhouse shoots him on sight. And that's how <laughs> Alex Jones died. And he falls dramatically into the Noah Posner casket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then just cut scene, Finn, and everyone's like, I mean, I'm sad, but yeah. <laughs> Alex, no. <laughs> yeah. So if, if anyone out there knows any, uh, you know, curious grave uh, grave robbers, uh, make, make sure to give uh, the 833-666-911 a jingle. We got to, you know, could always use it with a little more, a little more evidence. Dude, can you imagine? Can you imagine if you advocated for somebody to check? Dig up a child grave and they did it. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa. I'm not advocating for it. I'm saying if any listeners <laughs> happen to know uh, any uninterested, uninterested third parties, anyone, people who've never listened to the podcast, <laughs> before, any very uninterested <laughs> grave diggers <laughs> that won't <laughs> dig up a grave. Dude, I'm just asking for a friend, okay? <laughs> This is like a, a weight lifted off my shoulders because Josh is going to be the first person to cause us to get sued for the show. <laughs> know, right? Oh, also, just on a side note that has not much to do with anything, but Bruce Schroeder, the, Schroeder, the judge in the Rittenhouse case, Freemason. Just a harmless social club. Confirmed just, Freemason. I mean, like, yeah. he seems like one of the, the actual book club Freemasons, not actually one of the you know crazy conspiratorial <laughs> types. I mean, that's because he's old now. You didn't know yeah. this guy ten years ago. Oh, back in his prime. Okay, I'm sure he's reading fucking Moby Dick. No, you're right, Josh. There is all judges are just friendly old men that are like befuddled old men. Yeah, you always think that, and then you see him in their ritual garbs. Oh, they're <laughs> fucking cunts. I hate judges. <laughs> I hate judges as much as I hate cops. It helps them cast the magic spells. A lot of them sued. Uh, do seem to be like disconnected from everyone else from reality. They're just like throwing away decisions that like completely fuck people's lives and like they don't even think twice about it half the time. Not it's only that, terrifying. but I hate people that like are rude as fuck and then I hate people that are rude as fuck and then can like fuck over your entire life if you're rude back to them. Like if you respond to a judge with the same energy that they respond to you with, with you like go to jail. I, that's fucking bullshit. Like, I yeah. hate that. I, I'd like to just as a, a follow up on the, the Posner kid and the, the Rittenhouse connection. I'd like to comment that uh, at, at least Posner's mother, who had gone to the news with a bunch of uh, anti-gun diatribes, uh, she looks nothing like Kyle Rittenhouse's mother. Well, that's because she would get a different actress. They, they would they just get just an just actress. Use, yeah. <laughs> they don't use the same actress in every single role. Like, you know, like, well, no, Posner's mom has to be Rittenhouse's mom, too. <laughs> I, I'm just surprised they didn't give her some weird, like, sexualized last name, like Anal Sexton or something like that. You know, I because honestly, I think that that that's not the case. I don't like. I don't actually think that Rittenhouse's 
is Noah Posner because honestly, for one reason, only one thing brings me to that conclusion is when he blew that guy's bicep off. That is high level special effects if they were faking that shit. Like the other two, you could have faked. You could have faked the skateboard guy. You could have faked the other guy that no one saw get shot. But yeah. you could not <clears throat> fake that. By, I, I don't think, at least, not in live time. Wait, you're, you're saying that you're suggesting that Rittenhouse couldn't possibly have uh, evolved from fake shooting events to real shooting events? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Okay. That sounds that's it's too ridiculously unbelievable. <laughs> All right, and with that, we're going to move on to scientists discover. You need to know what science discovered. You need to know today. Whether it's face or bones uncovered, it's definitely fake and gay. This week, science has discovered that science doesn't actually know anything. A massive eight-year effort finds that much of the cancer research that has been done can't be replicated. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Bob. Bob. You guys, How much money goes into cancer research? I feel like that was like the number one the charity. Science, guys. What do what aren't you understanding about this? Just trust the science. Are, are we just no <gasps> Thank closer you, to science! a cure for cancer? Sorry. Are we just no closer to a cure for cancer than we were ten years ago, or twenty years ago, or fifty years ago? Of course no, not. No. Could you imagine every can every single hospital has like a gigantic cancer research ward, like a whole wing that you can't even access. That's just cancer research, and then. They have their big treatment room where they got the chemo chairs all set up. It's it's a huge part of their fucking business model. Are we just giving money to St. Jude's for nothing? Th yes. This is crazy. Like, this is the most damning sentence in, like, the whole article. And it's findings. Okay, hold on. After eight years, a project that tried to reproduce the results of key cancer biology studies has finally concluded. And its findings suggest that like research in social sciences, cancer research has a replication problem. <laughs> they, you know, but, we, we knew about this 10 years ago with the replication crisis uh, oh. that that included social sciences and medicine. That was like pretty much just as bad. Yeah. Only a quarter of the experiments were, were able to be reproduced. That is when we went over um, reproducibility, in that that previous episode, I think the average was like forty to like sixty percent. Like, yeah, for um for some of the some of the stats we were looking at for some of the hard sciences, like uh, we're like sixty physics and chemistry, it was like forty percent failure failure to reproduce, and uh, so like sixty percent you know positive for success. Yeah. And then yeah, for the social sciences, it was up towards that you know seventy five percent that it seems to be for uh, these cancer research studies. Seventy five percent of these studies are not usable, are not scientifically backed. Seven Do you know how many of them have... So so eight years is a long time. That's uh, possibly long enough for medication to get approved, for treatment plans to get uh, approved, possibly even long enough for a vaccine to be emergency authorized. Um, do you know it, how many treatments and drugs that these 
studies have informed and you know brought into active use on patients. Oh God, no one. Could. Oh shit. I, yeah, I think they they might go into that. I I only skimmed this article here because honestly, Josh, probably less than you think because we're still just irradiating the people. That's all. We yeah. haven't even changed the fucking treatment process, really. Yeah, which also lowers your testosterone count, by the way. <laughs> yeah. That, that, uh, wow. Wow. The, the so, so the two leading causes of death, the yeah. fucking obesity or, or heart disease and, you know, caused by obesity and um, cancer are both involve things that significantly lower your testosterone. Interesting. You know what? Okay, this is going to sound probably absurd, but I've never really thought about it until right this second. I'm I would be willing to bet that if you just took like, if you just gave like fifty million dollars to like twenty dudes, and then like three doctors that you could ask some questions to, I bet they could knock out a cure for cancer. That was like decent. With zero restrictions behind them. Yeah. Yeah. If you just had enough money and you were like, let's just try some shit out. And you're like, hey, uh, I need more cancer samples to fuck with. And then like, if you're like, what if we did this? And then you ask the doctor you're just for like some like, what would happen if I did this? And they're like, no, you can't. This is what would happen. And I'm like, well, fuck you. I'm going to try it anyways. And I'm like, okay, you were right about that one. But then like, I, I think in like 10 years, I think like a room full of dudes and then like a couple medical professionals to like bounce ideas off of could f- cure cancer. I'm like, I'm convinced of that. I know I just thought of it right now, but I, I swear to God, that's true. That what cures cancer? Sorry. I think that like just a room full of dudes that had a few medical, like trained people that they could bounce oh, yeah. ideas off of and questions off of. I think they could figure it out. Sorry. How, how many millions of dollars did you say? 50. Yeah, like enough eh. where I can buy can- cancer, like all the equipment I want and all the different ideas, like so that like if money's not an issue, basically money's not an issue. A room full of guys, I bet I could fucking knock it out. Is a uh, fifty million dollars how much a, a rife machine goes for on eBay these days? <laughs> <laughs> or the design, the blueprints for one. So here's Dude, another little. There, there were people who followed up on his design and have done like new stuff in the last twenty years. I'll have to bring that in at some point. So another interesting thing in this little article that talks about these these studies, um, which I got very upset about people whenever I get into a discussion about global warming with like the, the typical person that just loves the idea of global warming and perpetuates it non nonstop. Uh, they always send me like NASA articles or Na- NASA papers like saying like, oh, the, the ice is melting, the sea levels are rising, stuff like that. But it's yeah, always just an abstract. It's always just an abstract with a conclusion. There's nothing informative there. There's no methods or means or uh, any details on how they set up the experiment, how they conducted the experiment. In this article, researchers couldn't complete a majority of the experiments because the team couldn't gather enough information from the original papers or their authors about the methods used or <laughs> obtain necessary materials needed to attempt the replication. That was one of my questions too, is if that if cancer was just an extremely difficult problem to solve or like that the or or that you know they just didn't whatever, or if they uh the, all the experiments are just poorly designed, and that's the reason they weren't rec- replicable 
they're they're designed poorly on purpose to subvert the fact that they're doing shoddy science and the that all they want is grant money, research money, and their names on uh, scientific journals. That's it. Their credibility, yeah, it's, the it's money to get flow. as much grant money as yeah. you can and have the least amount of uh, like upkeep. So if you're like a professor running a lab at some university that's studying cancer, that professor wants to get as much grant money as possible, which is cancer is a great field to be in for that. And then have as few people on payroll as possible so that the college makes money and the professor makes money and he keeps his job forever. And they just go, ah, we really made some uh, breakthroughs with this one. And no one's there to ever test it. No one's picking it up his ideas to even see if they work at a hospital because they're just chemoing everybody still. Oh, darn. I dropped a hard drive or accidentally threw away some old papers and cleaning my, out my office. I, I don't have the original data sets to, that you can you know, look at and compare back to. Exactly. What a shame. What, what are they going to do? Fire him when he's 40 years tenured? No. Never going to hey, happen. Bob, do, do you have a number or any sort of a rough estimate for how much money is given to cancer research each year? Oh my god. Let me just... Might be like a 30 <laughs> second Google project to figure out uh, what yeah. how big of industry that is. Hold on. Could, could you do that for me? I'm making a lot of Windows sounds here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cancer industry has to be... Fuck. I bet that's... It has to be trillions. No, it's not trillions. It's... Or a trillion. Globally, it's uh, over a hundred billion for sure. Yeah, it it's huge. It has like cancer or breast cancer research alone pulls in like a fuck ton of money, like every single year. They have the NFL shielding for that shit, and like every every men's sports like franchise shields for breast cancer research and awareness. Which who the fuck doesn't know about breast cancer at this point? We don't need. Oh, you're to be talking aware. about just like the charitable income. Yeah, I'm just talking about the business oh, that that's made like around. Million. Yeah, that's just the institutions around raising money for cancer research. It, it's a giant scam. None of them are even. I oh my god! At, at the very end of this article, uh, I found a, a new article for next week that I'll be uh, really enjoying. <laughs> uh, but it says here, not everyone agrees on solutions, including whether replication of key experiments is actually useful or possible. If it's useful, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a, if it's a poorly designed experiment and it's not like testing for the variable or actual efficacy of the treatment or whatever, yeah. Um, but if it's a key experiment making like prog- scientific progress towards something, and we're using that for something, it has to be. You have to replicate it to move forward with that information. Yes. You have to. That is the fundamental principle of science. And now they are questioning those fundamental principles by scientists. Oh, yeah, they're, fucking... they're not saying, is it useful to replicate oh, these okay. studies in particular? They're saying, is it useful to replicate in studies in general? Yeah. Do you, does a study Which need to be crazy? Yeah. <laughs> it's the backbone of science. Like <laughs> it's the reason yeah. I can go and drop a ball and get the same exact acceleration is why we we think noon was a fucking genius right the fact that we can still do every single one of those experiments today and get the same fucking answers is why newton was a fucking god among men when it came to understanding the natural world that's my favorite is 
observable, testable, repeatable. And then now it changed to you just have to say it's observable, <laughs> testable, and repeatable. And it doesn't yeah. have to be any of those three. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the 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 institution of science is crumbling before us and it, it has it has started years ago and it's oh it, it started a hundred years ago. Yeah, but we are seeing the cracks in the foundation now and it's starting to the building's starting to like lean a little bit. <laughs> the roof's leaking. I, I really it's it's I'm not wrong when I say like it's if it doesn't if the science isn't tied directly to a product that has to work that's gonna be in your hands, it's bullshit. Oh, every yeah. time. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, sorry, Josh, what were you saying? Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm not finding a, a single number for the whole cancer industry, but I, I think one uh, decently representative or one, one big pot of money um, within that is the National Cancer, Institu- National cancer Institute under the NIH, uh, which as of uh, the last few years has crossed a $6 billion budget. Um, so that's that's just them. But then I mean, you look at other things like the the American Cancer Association, and that's um they're looking at you know a few hundred million dollars and or sorry American Cancer Society um and like I'm sure St Jude's is they all I feel like every fundraiser for them is extremely successful so that's that's millions uh, or hundreds of millions as well so um yeah there there's it, there's definitely money in this field yeah right. I would say well, so you know who would probably cure cancer though Don Pettit. <laughs> Okay, Homo presents Words of Wisdom from Donald Pettit. I like to use this to get into the tyranny of the rocket equation. That was Words of Wisdom by Donald Pettit. Thank you, Donald. The rocket equation. Now, there's some science that's uh, observable, repeatable, and whatever else you said. Also tyrannical. Tyrannical. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus Rex uh, That's great. Thank you so much, Don. And let's just move straight forward to... Ho, ho, Holofrost. Merry Christmas. We have a, the video we have for this topic is kind of loosely associated to the the Hall of Frost, but I just wanted to play the song regardless. (laughs) We have a a funnier die video here. I think it's like a song, right? And it's titled How Cartoons Brainwash Us with Stereotypes. You want to just just hit it, Aaron? Choose one time. Drawings haven't been so nice to a group of people unfairly slighted once or twice. They were made to look like bad guys, and that message carried over, but it shouldn't really come as a surprise. Find out why. Before the time that pictures moved, cartoons lampooned, and not the Jews depict. Okay. <laughs> Aaron, Dude, these are, these are artistically take. inspired, wow. man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the one I That's paused good. on is is pretty good. <laughs> Whoa. <Oy vey. laughs> um, yeah, 
it's it's a song that characterizes how we have characterized the Jews in past media, in cartoons, in Hollywood. Basically, this is like <laughs> wow. This this, is, this picture that you stopped on is great. Yeah. <laughs> the spider head is just a cart cartoonish Jew face uh, instead of a spider head, and it says USSR around it, insinuating that <laughs> the USSR is run by. Jews. <laughs> Don't this, worry. this like this face, this caricature too. It makes the grappler picture look flattering. This is like just kind the, of yeah. We see bigger nosed. The, the nose and face. ears are huge. The fucking greasy like hair swirl that comes in front of their ear too. Like, oh God, I need to clarify it is greasy. Yeah, artistically inspired, man. <laughs> Wouldn't the USSR call out the Jewish-run United States when they faked the moon landing? It's like, look, look, see this cartoon from 1947. <laughs> of course not. Uh, yeah. They worked for the same people. Oh, God. Here we go. Let's just play a little bit more here. Picked a big-nosed, hunchbacked, and crude To be Jewish became taboo those pictures moved. Bad guys got these nasty features through and through. Children drank this poison juice. It's no wonder that kids think that we're the bad guys when we're portrayed as a costume for a murder-driven wolf. That's subtext. <laughs> that's subtext, guys. That's that's I... good writing. I can't believe Aaron... he'd accuse Walt Disney of being anti-Semitic. Aaron puts together better lyrics for like uh, folktale songs about mass shooters, but better than these guys do. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> but soon. <laughs> but also the in the cartoons when they're portrayed as the bad guy, the bad guy is portrayed as the bad guy by his actions, and like if he wasn't doing slimy little sh- shady sneaky shit all the time no one would think of them as the bad guy no but the the idea was that the bad guy the wolf in this was the wolf that was blowing down the the three piggies houses down and he was dressed as a jew but he was dressed as a jew to like trick them to thinking he is an acceptable person to come walk into their house basically so it doesn't really make sense in that context like he was disguised as a jew to what get inside of like so he would be trustworthy enough if you're connecting the dots that way, but you know what the fucking guy right in the cartoon was saying. <laughs> oh, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, I, I 109th little piggy. Like, this is great. This is hilarious because, like, they're using this to say, like, isn't this terrible? And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, that one's good. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. pretty funny. <laughs> oh, that one's pretty good, too. Like, I'm. this is great. These old I'm Disney cartoons. So hard yeah. Those are based. <laughs> Well, Disney yeah. based. Dude, old cartoons were awesome. Yeah. They're like Bugs Bunny just like slaughtering Indians. It's like, holy <laughs> shit. They went hard. <laughs> they did not care at all. Uh, I don't know. Did you want to continue a little bit here? Kind of. I mean, okay. we're, we're just wrapping up on this. Yeah. Not sure if you
I feel like Dude. the guy uh, singing this and this this uh, <laughs> he, he exaggerated really accent. It. He's the real racist. He got so excited at just singing money that he even changed his whole inflection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he he got super serious when he started doing that. <laughs> he it's was like, actually rolling around in shekels while he was recording that. <laughs> just I, to get like, into I don't the understand how people don't get this. No one just hates Jews for no reason. Like. And I love like the Hasidic Jews, but like the 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 ones that like run all of media, all of porn, uh, are way overrepresented in government. Uh, like run all the banks globally, and then you're like, then they're like, if you point that out, they act like you're attacking them. Like, oh my god, I'm a victim. I'm gonna yank away your banking privileges. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and you're the victim. <laughs> this is whoa, why whoa. everyone hates you because of your behavior not because of just random the, the, the hatred didn't fall out of the fucking sky it's insane and clearly that's a conspiracy theory after seeing all these pieces of media here from you know throughout the decades through various different production companies uh you know all all depicting jewish people in such a way uh, I, I think that you've pretty much immediately been been debunked by the existence of this video. You know what it reminds me of? It really is like a it's like a chick way of fighting where like they'll poke at you and poke at you and poke at you until you're like, shut the fuck up. And like you've like explode. And then they're like, there's no reason for you to talk that way. I was just <laughs> asking you a question. And you're like, oh, that's not what you were doing. And we both know it. <laughs> I, I think. um Joe put it perfectly uh, in, in that regard. Like the, the Jewish tricks are just like what women do on a daily basis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to commit a false flag real quick. Uh, get my parents mad at my brother so I can get some alone time to do my homework. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Play the victim. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. <laughs> it's beautiful. All right. Just a little, a little bit more of this song here. Yeah. Of money, root of evil, a lesson taught to all the people. Intention here is pretty freaking clear. Around the globe in the past. I, I'm sorry. Are they re- refuting the idea that money is the root of all evil, or is I, that I think that's promoting uh, that idea? Implied, yeah, anti-Semitic. Oh yeah, I, God. <laughs> yeah, he, it's, it sounds like he is uh, complicit in the association between Jewish people and money. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, just trying to say that it's a... not evil. That's a bad look, isn't it? Funny or die. This is Dude, it's like when they're like, if you're anti-warrior, anti-Semitic, you're like, what? Hold on, back up. Re- repeat that? Oh, yeah, that's the one that actually makes sense. Yeah. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> Propaganda travel fast. Posters painting us as greedy sneaks made us outcast. Those images became a fixture shown to kids in motion pictures. Messages put in young minds designed to last and last. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's 
the eternal victimhood is just it's so annoying yeah yeah it's like it's hey can we have a discussion if there's a correlation between these accusations and reality no we can't talk about that or it's anti-semitic it's like well then everyone's gonna keep hating you well fuck them i'll, I'll kill them first and like I, what <laughs> nothing <laughs> Sorry, I get worked up because my people were all gassed. All of them? How are you born? Don't worry about it. All of them are gassed. So you can't make fun of me anymore. It's fucking insane. Thank you for that characterization. Uh, need, I, need I remind you, Aaron, that the anti-Semitic point of no return is actually past leaving reality. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, though, there's a nice... Reality. Fortunately, though, there's a nice, uh, thick dividing line between uh, soy boys and these homosexual conspiracies and uh, and the Jews. N- nice I dividing line. No relation. Earth is in the anti-Semitic point yeah, of really. return. I don't know how that <laughs> makes sense. But. Why are soy boys in the the past the line of crossing reality? Like <laughs> that, uh, dude, that that pyramid sucks. <laughs> I love it for his uh, comical value, though. <laughs> so, and just like every episode, we tend to wrap things up uh, with going back to the voicemails with one more. So here's some gravy that I just found out that might lead to some orb pondering. Take a wild guess which two cities in Japan were predominantly Catholic. No, come on. What really? is it? You guys know? <laughs> well, the okay. There's only three <laughs> cities that everybody in America knows exist. I'm not. I'm guessing it's not well, Tokyo. Four, so four. The, Hiroshima and, and Nagasaki. Yeah, yeah. The, those were the two. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was thinking that it had to have been because of the um, American re- Reconstruction period after World War II. You know, we came in and basically rebuilt their economy, westernized the whole country, got rid of the imperial law, did a lot of shit over there. Um, I just assumed it was because of that. Is that Bob? I I uh, I happened to open up Wikipedia before the, before the show, and um, okay. Thanks, Nagasaki, kind of right at the top, the the first under the history section, the first. Most important founding moment of Nagasaki is uh, Nagasaki as a Jesuit port of call. <laughs> and we got a, you know, a Spanish, Spanish Jesuit missionary, uh, St. Francis Xavier, arriving in Kagoshima um, in 1549, something, something, something. But uh, apparently, before, uh, quite a while before World War II, there's uh, some Catholic influence there in Nagasaki. And if, uh, we can go over to Hiroshima as well. And there's um, post World War One is when the, the Catholic influence came in there. I think it was some German DO, German POWs, and uh, blah blah blah. The city attracted the attention of the Catholic Church, and uh, an apostolic vicar was appointed for that city. So, um, in 1923. So before before the war, nothing Reconstruction related, from what I can tell. Wow. So are you telling me Truman bombed these cities because there was a Jesuit influence in them? I don't even think he bombed. I mean, he bombed them. <laughs> oh, but I, don't I, don't of you, Bob. I don't even believe in the nuke. Oh, like, God. I think it's all fucking horse shit. 
Here we go. This is why we don't play voicemails at the end because it 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 sparks Aaron to be like, I don't believe in that. Yeah, I don't believe in that either. <laughs> I I don't. I think that's the. I think it's those people from that song pretending that they can. Oh, I can kill all of you anytime if I want to. Since I control the USSR and America, fuck you. I, I'll kill everybody, but I don't because I'm so benevolent. <laughs> okay. Man, I think we have a case to make for the Jesuits being uh, one of the most oppressed people throughout the history, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that another time. Oh, you don't even start with the Jesuits. <laughs> All right, guys, yep. thank you for listening. That's definitely the episode. <laughs> have a good night. Whatever, fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat. Don't tell me you don't like my show. You've got mail. What the fuck?